It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Welcome to the Rendezvous. Uh, I want to start the show before I get to your calls with a quick personal story, and maybe you will relate. Um, I live in the Midwest, so it was, a, it was, still is, a very cold winter. But something happened today. I've heard the birds singing, because spring is coming soon. And I don't know if you pay attention to those details, but it brought a big smile on my face this morning. It was like I heard those birds singing, and they only do that not in January and February, like now, and then later on, of course. And then, and then I, I just felt, you know, like a rebirth. That oh, and and and, and then my my point is, pay attention to the details of the nature and the universe, because it shows us things get better, and it will get better. So if you hear birds like me, just Pay a little attention. They're magnificent and enchanting. That's how I feel about those birds. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Jill. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jill. So what's going on? How can I help you? So I've been with my boyfriend for about eight months, and it's been really, really great. We have a great time together. Um, we have a lot in common. And uh, we love each other. And uh, the thing is, he's told me that he's in love with me and I do mm. love him I care about him but I don't feel like I'm in love with him and I don't know what to tell him I don't know what to do okay um, so you love him but you're not in love with him so are you, you you're romantic though you you would align all that oh yes of course yeah we do <laughs> <laughs> okay so when you think about him now that we know you're not in love with him um, do you, do you think it's just like in the present and, you know, there's no future with him, right? It's just you, you, you like him a lot, but you're not in love. That's how you feel. Mm, for the most part, yeah, I would say so. What's the other part? Well, I mean, there's days where I can imagine a future, but then most of the time I, I feel like I've been deeply in love before and this just doesn't quite feel the same. Well, that, that is the most important, what you just said. You yeah. know what it feels like to be madly in love, and you also know what it feels not to be madly in love, just liking somebody you're loving. So, listen, honesty is key, I would say, you know, no unspoken. So when he says, I'm in love with you, you don't have to say I'm in love with you too. If a man says, I'm in love with you, and you're not in love with him, don't lie to him. Just be honest, because whoever you are, we all deserve to know the truth on how our partner feels about us, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, if he pushes you, just say, listen, I'm going to be honest. I really like you. I'm not in love with you. And so, this is the truth. If you're okay with that, we can stay together. And if we're not meant to be together forever, it's, it's okay. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not in love with you. And you've got to tell him the truth. No, that's true. I, I mean, I guess honesty is, is the most important thing. Because you also, Jill, cannot breathe well if you're not telling him the truth. You have to pretend. You have to be an actress. You can't be yourself. Somebody says, I'm in love with you, and you don't love them back. Then you have to be acting out. It's tiring, frustrating, and it's, it's, it's toxic for the relationship. Yeah. It's so, hard, but you're right. <laughs> yeah. That has to be done. So listen, uh, best of luck with the talk. After a good meal, just remember, always talk to your man. After you've had a good meal, because men who are hungry are grumpy. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Simon. It's not always easy to hear, but it's true. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Thank you for calling, and have a good night. You too.
So Matt sent me an Instagram DM question at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour Simon, I was planning to propose to my girlfriend in Paris, where we were supposed to be right now, but our trip got cancelled. She's obsessed with Paris, so should I wait to propose until we actually get to go there, or should I do it here at home? Um, very important question. I'm going to tell you what I think next. So if you were obsessed with Paris, like Matt's girlfriend is, and Matt has planned to actually propose in Paris to his girlfriend, um, but now, of course, with the pandemic, you know, they can't go. Uh, do you think Matt should propose at home uh, right now and not wait to go to Paris and propose, or should he wait so they can go to Paris and propose as planned? The answer is really in your girlfriend's mind and heart, if you want to make her happy. You know her, I don't know her. So uh, what's more important to her, being engaged in Paris or just being engaged here and now? And then figure out what to do best so she's happy and you happy. Paris will always be there for you guys. So no worry, sooner or later, including for me, we're all going to Paris. That I'm sure of. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Georgina. Bonjour, Simon. So I know you have a romantic story to share. Uh, I'm all ears. Um, this is about my significant other. Mm -hmm. But recently, my very good friend passed away. and Oh, sorry for your loss. Yep. Thank you. Um, she and I used to, whenever we were having a hard time, make from scratch pad thai. <laughs> And um, okay. it was a really special memory with her. And we would do it a lot over the years. Whenever, you know, one of us was having a hard time, we would do it for the other, that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. so my significant other recently made from scratch pad thai for me because he knew I was having a hard time. And I came out to dinner and it was just so special and sweet. And it meant a lot to me. Not only did I, like, remember her in that moment, but... He helped carry on the tradition, and it it just it was very lovely. How did that make you feel? Just so loved and um, I guess honored. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, exactly. And I just uh, yeah, I just really I felt like um, he really understood what I was going through and knew just the perfect thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, very, again, sorry for your loss, and, and thank you for sharing that story, and, uh, and uh, your man did a good job, so, so I'm more, you know, very <laughs> pleased with that. Um, uh, have a good night. Thank you so much for calling, Georgina. You too, Simon. Good night. Coming up, I'm going to go answer somebody's voicemail because she likes a guy, and she has a question for me, so I'm going to help her. Her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, and I mean 24-7, just call 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail or comment or anything you want to ask me and I'll answer just like for this one. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. I need some advice. I met this guy online and we had an amazing first date and I've never connected with somebody like that before. And I think, you know, he really likes me too, but he and his girlfriend broke up three weeks ago and he told me that he doesn't think he's ready for a relationship um, and then we've kind of saved friends since then 
and it's been okay, but I still really like him, and I don't know whether I can continue to be his friend, but I also really want to have him in my life, so what do you think I should do? Thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do if the person you after you like, they tell you that they're not ready for relationship? I'll tell you my answer next. So what would you do if you start, you know, seeing somebody and you like them a lot and, you know, your friends and, but you know, you want a relationship and the person tells you, uh, I'm not ready for relationship. And you don't know what to do because you like them, but you're also friends with them and you don't want to lose them, but you're attracted to them. So should you cut ties or should you just stay friends? Here's my advice. Do what's good for you. Meaning, don't put yourself in a situation of unspoken I pretend we're just friends, but I really like him or like her. I, you know, no pretending. If it's too hard, just cut ties. We can't pretend when we are very attracted to somebody and they're not attracted to us to stay friends and not suffer. I've been there, done that. Don't do like me. Do better than me. Be honest with yourself. There's no shame in going on the other side of the river and continuing your journey without somebody that's just not ready for a relationship. That's okay. You don't want to stay too close. It's going to hurt your feelings. That's my advice. Stay away from somebody who doesn't want to be with you. That's going to help you. You call the next. Bonjour, Sharon. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sharon. What's going on? How can I help? So I'm polyamorous, and mm -hmm. so is one of my boyfriends. And uh, I have three boyfriends. He has two girlfriends. And other than me, his other girlfriend is pretty emotionally needy and I'm usually very chill okay but, uh, earlier this year he had a work trip that was supposed to be a cruise and he invited me I was supposed to go the cruise got canceled because of this world that we're living in but they ended up changing it to a retreat at a spa and he invited his other girlfriend to go instead of me Mm -hmm. uh, before we find the solution, uh, can you define, um, you know, the rules of your polyamorous relationship? How does it work? Yeah, so um, we have close connections. Uh, we also can, you know, date whoever we want, just keeping an open line of communication. There's not like a primary or secondary like some people have. It's just kind of all even. All right. Now, tell me how you felt when your boyfriend told you he took his other girlfriend to the retreat? I was really upset. You know, it's hard to have kind of clear boundaries in a relationship like this, but I was up to that point kind of his work girlfriend, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I was the one who went to his office Christmas party. I'm the face that they saw. And his reasoning was that it was at a spa and it's with pools instead of on open ocean and I don't like chlorine. But... I thought I should have gotten to make that decision. Mm -hmm. So um, why not tell him how you feel? I don't know. I, I guess because I'm used to just being so chill. And he and I don't really fight. I, I don't want it to be a huge argument. But uh, he asked me first. I, I don't want to feel like... I'm the second choice when we're supposed mm -hmm. to be two even participants, you know? Well, I totally understand. I think you're feeling God hurt, and I think it would be wise to tell him how you feel. And so also he learns from you. It, you know, 
I, I think that in life, in relationships, family and friends, it's all the same rule. No unspoken. The truth will set you free. And Sharon, there is no reason why not to tell him it hurt your feelings and you don't want that to happen again exactly how you told me. You'll feel liberated by telling him how you feel. Okay, you're probably right. Good. Well, I'm glad you called me and we resolved this. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night, Sharon. All right. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer Kendra's Instagram question because she's dating a guy who has asked her something, something I actually never heard before, so she doesn't know what she should do. Uh, her Instagram DM is next. Listen to this Instagram DM question from Kendra at Rendezvous Radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. The guy I'm dating told me that I'm so hot that he wants me to meet his ex-wife so that he can show me off. I thought he was kidding, but he keeps bringing it up, and I think he actually wants me to meet her. So, Simon, does this seem weird to you, and should I go or not? Please advise. So, Kendra, is it weird that your boyfriend want to show you off to his ex, and should you go? I'll answer that next. So, what would you do if your boyfriend told you you were super hot, I'm just quoting Kendra's uh, DM, and that he wants you to meet his ex-wife so he can show you off. Do you think it's weird? And would you go? Really, would you go? Uh, Kendra, here's my advice. It is weird. It is ridiculous. It's childish. It's um, passive-aggressive. And should you go? Absolutely not. Uh, regardless of the fact that he finds you beautiful and attractive, I don't see the point of trying to stick it to the ex-wife for his own vanity, for his own ego. Oh, I'm dating a more beautiful woman than you. I mean, who says that? That's juvenile. That's not even juvenile. That's silly. So you shouldn't go and tell him not to mention it again. Man, boy, oh boy, what's going on sometimes? But Kendra, follow my advice. It's a big no-no. Uh, you call that next. Bonjour, Nola. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nola. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Okay, so my husband and I have been trying to um, have a child, and mm -hmm. um, it's just been, you know, really kind of difficult for us. We're doing IVF right now, but the thing mm -hmm. is, when it comes to getting, you know, doing the ooh-la-la, -la, um, mm -hmm. it's just, I feel like it's like a chore for him, like it's a job now instead of it being still you know, kind of romantic and intimate. So how do I get, you know, the romance back into our ooh-la-la? -la? Okay. So, um, and I'm going to explain that from a point of view of a man, since it's, it's about him. Men uh, are a very simple creature that are stimulated mostly visually. So I think that when it's time to ooh-la-la -la for medical reason, uh, Make it playful, right? So, for instance, light up a candle, put some music, do it in a different place. Don't not jump to the bed, same thing, same position. Just, you know, brings a bit of wild and savage into that, that, that moment so that it's still playful. Because the playfulness plays on the mind of a man, and probably women too, I just can't talk for women on that point, but that when the ooh -la -la is playful, it's so much more fun than just let's, Ooh la la for the for having a baby this place so you know what I mean never the same place be creative and just playful say things that has nothing to do with it. when it's time to ooh la la 
say things that are ulala related, not medically related, okay? Okay. Things okay. that cannot say on the show on air, but things we all know, right? What to say. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> He's going to have a much better time now. Yes, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, yes, best of luck for you guys to have a baby. That, that's a yes. wonderful thing. So, fingers yes. crossed. Thank you. Bye-bye, Simon. Au revoir, Nola. <laughs> you know it. At the end of the show, I have always a special question for you. Tonight, the question is, is it normal to feel bored in your relationship? Let's talk about that next. Do you think it is normal to feel bored in your relationship or not? You know, people say at the beginning of the relationship, especially the first 18 months, things are very exciting, the infatuation, the ooh-la-la-la-la, the romance, and then slowly but surely you get used to it and then you move in together and, you know, you get used to each other. It's not as exciting. And then sooner or later, you're going to get bored in your relationship. Is it normal or not? 77% of you voted yes, it is. 23% of you voted, no, it's not, at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you for that. I think it's totally normal. I think, you know, we're not each other's entertainer. We're each other's partner. And being a little bored, uh, it's very easy to solve. Read a book, listen to the radio, go outside, take a picture, look at Rendezvous Radio, always great stuff on my social media. Just saying a little self-promotion there. Anyway, you know what to do. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for your support. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.